If you or a loved one has had thoughts of self-harm, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255 or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. of the old guy metalcast aimed directly for his crooked brow and look him straight in the eye it's your boy the gigabon style jim fish is joined as always by sir robert of bleeds mr bobby fucking blades come my lady come come my baby be my butterfly sugar sugar baby <laughs> we're back talking shit if you weren't in the know i guess if you don't follow our social media we recorded an episode last week. It was fucked. Bobby had some PC problems. He had to rebuild the whole thing, and uh, I don't know what happened, but uh, the episode was lost. So Yeah, it's one of those lost episodes you probably never want to hear because the audio was so fucked. Yeah. Um, it's like when it, when that shit happens, it's just soul-crushing. It's like, God damn it, dude. Yeah. So we're back, hopefully. Hopefully you're hearing this. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, it is picking up on both recorders, so that's a good sign. All right, well, <laughs> we're back talking shit. Uh, as you mentioned, man, that's that's been the, the thing. The crazy train fight, dude. <laughs> Which I'm sure everyone has seen. Um, crazy Town lived up to their band name following a disastrous show this past weekend in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, where co-vocalist Seth Binzer, a.k.a. Shifty Shell Shock. Shifty Shell Shock. Interesting. And Bobby Reeves got into a bloody fight with each other after Binzer didn't show up until the very end of the gig and wanted money. He shows up at the end. It's like, where's my fucking guarantee? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, that guy's just saying, I don't have it, which other people said he did. Why would you get a guarantee if you didn't show up? You drug addled piece of shit. Yeah. See, I didn't even know what the fight was about, but it's nice to know there's some context behind it. Well, he's telling them in the fight, he's like, you know, that he wants his money. And uh, I don't know if he's on drugs now. I know he was for a long time. It sure seems like he is. Uh, he was on Celebrity Rehab, which is a show I loved, which, like, somebody bring that show back, please. It was entertaining as fuck. Um, but yeah, the dude's just off his rocker, and I can't believe this is a thing that these guys are out. Um, what does it say? They're on this tour with Head P.E. Oh, the the New Metal is Back Tour, or whatever the hell it's called. New Metal Madness Tour 2. Okay, yeah. Why don't you just put the number 2 O-U-R, Tour. Huh? Anyway. <laughs> um, 
they kicked Crazy Town off the uh, off the tour though, as they should, because dude, why could the crate was were Edema not available? <laughs> Are they still around? I have no idea. Holy Probably not. shit! Well, who who would know that Crazy Town's still around? Yeah, that's true. I mean, we don't really pay attention to that. And Head V, you know, that first album they put out in the new metal, like, era is pretty tasty. I don't know what it's called. But. Uh, I think it's just the Head P.E., the self-titled. It might be. Yeah, it's got, like, if I drop the bomb, pick it up. Yeah. Like, it's got some really great shit on it, actually. It's a super fun. Right. It's a dope-ass fucking album. record. I don't like it beyond there. Beyond there, they lost me, but. Well, yeah, because they, they, what was it? They maybe more, more like a weird kind of shit other as opposed to like new metal. I ain't seen your uh, punk ass around lately. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, they did that bartender song. You remember that? Yeah. Hold they released that as like drink. a lead single to their second album. And I was just like, uh. <laughs> and then they did one with Surge. Um, I think that was on Blackout. Let me check. I wonder who's replacing Crazy Town. Limp Biscuit. Uh, <laughs> what was that? Oh, what is the like the anus of the genre that we always talk about? Uh, Union Underground. Oh, the yeah, Union Underground. <laughs> Union Underground's like the taint of new metal, you know. <laughs> Along with uh, the the fucking. Trapped, you know. Trapped. Yeah, no shit. That's probably who they'll get to replace them. Jesus Christ, that's horrible. Oh my God! But these, the fight is pretty pathetic. Um, <laughs> dude just keeps going on. He uh, helps him up. The Binzer does after he's bloodied him already, <laughs> and then that dude just like complete like sucker punches him. You know, and then he takes him down again, and it's like, I guess that Binzer dude talking. He's like, you can hear him say it in the video. He's, I'm a, I box, dude. Like, I, <laughs> I don't want to fucking beat your ass. You know? Oh shit! <clears throat> but it's... he does, and they're all fine now. They're like, oh, brothers fight. <laughs> brothers fight, yeah. It's... I guess <laughs> it's like Cyrax versus Music Biz Party. <laughs> Yeah. Professionals don't fight, though. No, you don't. I mean, you gotta, you gotta keep it professional. No. Yeah. I almost fought a dude in one of my bands once. Really? What band was this? Yeah. Omnipotent Belligerence. Oh, okay. We were coming back from a show. I don't know which show. I feel like it might have been when we opened for American Head Charge, but it, I don't know. And. uh he was like gonna stop the van. I was like fucking, which is crazy because that dude whipped my ass, you know. Oh, I remember you telling this story too. Yeah, yeah, he had to whip my ass. The <laughs> bass player of the band. <laughs> he played bass in a lot of bands I was in, and uh, he just had that like you know farm boy jeans, you know, mm -hmm. where he's just like this guy a hundred years ago would have been like a farm machine, you know. He's got the uh, equipment for an outdated era. You know? <laughs> Would have been picking up. Like I would say that about my, about my girlfriend. She's got like big hips and stuff. Like, you know, a hundred years ago, she'd have been on the prairie with like fucking 12 kids or something. You know? <laughs> Them childbearing hips. <laughs> <laughs> like she, she's designed for, 
you know, something that's not around anymore. Same with him, you know. He's like a fucking... That guy don't lift weights, he'd have been like a Brock Lesnar or something. Jesus Christ. He's naturally just strong as fuck. Yeah. Without the and steroids, just pure Blonde Brock hair, Lesnar. blue eyes, fucking... You know? Hitler yeah. would have been proud. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, but man. anyway. Especially... So that Hitler. shit's crazy, crazy. Like, who wants to go see Crazy Town? And it's like, you remember back when that song hit and it was big with the girls and shit? Mm-hmm, yeah. And that shifty guy's all shirtless and muscle bound and shit. It's like, yeah, now he's a fucking, like, crackhead. He's got no teeth. He's like, give him a sugar. F-. Like, everyone's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what any of these fucking idiots look like, to be honest. Aside from him or what? You don't remember him from the videos? Uh, no, I think I blocked it out because it was so... Is it the, the star tattoos on him come off of his chest or whatever? I don't know. I, I Like I said, I blocked that shit out. Oh, God. It, it really was the anus of, uh, of the genre. It was barely... I mean, it was new metal in the sense that it was like rap and... Yeah. Them shit. I'm sure their earlier stuff had more of an edge edge to it than that does you know i'm sure they have plenty of stuff that sounds like generic ass rap metal stuff right but that one song was just the one that all like you said all the chicks were dancing to it and it was like played the fuck out so oh it's like well that's who it was for it was in front of the dudes were like fuck it that song was awesome I'm going to go drive around and play a uh, butterfly and see how many chicks I can pick up. <clears throat> yeah, dude. Exactly. It was like music you'd finger bang fucking 15 year olds to. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. If that's not a, if that's not an app description, I don't know what is. <laughs> yeah. Can we listen to crazy town? <laughs> Hopefully you're one of my 15 friends at the same the time. <laughs> I should give his name. Uh, we'll give his name an address. No. Um, he, he was like, I don't know how old we were. Probably 18, 19. He had sex with a 15-year-old girl. And he's like, dude, she put Adidas by corn on repeat the whole time. Like, so you got to the chorus? or? <laughs> it makes it sound like it's just... <laughs> It's like, yeah, and you listen, imagine that, just like on repeat. like, uh, Dude, I remember now there was my friend's younger sister was that she was all about that song. And at the time, like she was like 14 or 15 and she was talking about fucking. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? You're only, you know, this age. And like this was in the 90s. And I guess, well, my other best friend's sister was actually pregnant at the time, and she was like 13 or so. So it's just like everybody Jeez. was fucking, man. Everybody was fucking. I was like, yeah, not holy anymore. shit. Side note about that girl. <laughs> Side note about that girl. Um, so that would have been like the late 90s, probably early 2000s. Yeah. So 20 years later, I show up to my boy's barbecue with her. And not not the dude who was with her. He wasn't there, luckily. <laughs> Even weirder. Yeah, that would be odd. I show up with her, and I don't know who. I for, don't remember that. You know, I've just, I, she was kind of around very briefly when he was, I remember that it happened. Mm-hmm. And I remember her, but I just didn't put it together. 
and we're up there and my buddy's house and he comes over he's like dude is that fucking you know it says first last name i'm like yeah he's like dude that you and he's reminded me i was like holy fuck dude i had no idea so that's when me and him became uh eskimo brothers which i'm not eskimo brothers with like many of my friends at all this is a special relationship I take, you know, I take oh wait serious. so you you both fucked the same chick yeah like 20 years apart oh wow okay that's like, interesting <laughs> when she was 15 <laughs> well, and at least... me when she was like a you know 30 year old fucking mother of one yeah at least you didn't bang her when she was 15 man. <sighs> well he was like 18 or 19 which you know in those days I think that shit was a pass you know, I think that that shit was like. I don't know. I, I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't. I didn't do that shit. Yeah. <laughs> but it didn't seem fucked up to us at the time. You know, no, we didn't that, know any better. With us, that shit was still frowned upon. It's uh, like, you know, you're. Well, yeah, we gave him shit for it. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously. Of course. Yeah. Like, did you fucking? You know, did you put her on your garbage-filled floor, dude? You know? <laughs> I did one time he told me uh, he was sleeping with this chick. What am I like later? I met his her brother. He was a friend of mine, but uh, on his floor, I guess maybe so it was quieter, you know, because his parents were home or whatever. Yeah. And uh, she was on the like on her back and she rolled over. I don't know to switch positions or whatever. Did she get a and she had a she had a nutty bar (laughs) stuck to her back. <laughs> oh He's shit! A fucking junk food wrapper stuck to her and shit. Clean your room. What the hell, man? Oh, dude, his room was fucking vile, man. His room was a fucking pit, man. Oh shit! Yeah, dude, that reminds me. Um, when I had my first apartment, uh, me and my friend went to. What's now known as Six Flags, but it wasn't Six Flags before. Anyway, like we met a couple chicks there, and they were they were down to fuck. And so I remember, like, <laughs> when we got them there, he went off to another area of the house and left me alone with this chick. And like we started getting hot and heavy. And I remember, like, I played the entire Filter album while we were fucking. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just like. Some power, lasting power there. <laughs> when I was young, it's like you get fucking like. By the time you're midway up the shaft, you're like, oh. <laughs> well, you know the. It's a good and a bad part. Is like being on medication. It kind of stops you from coming, so mm-hmm. it's just like you can continuously fuck, which gets really annoying. But it's also like, it gives you props because you can fuck for a long period of time. I guess. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's. But yeah, it, it gets boring after a while. But I mean, I <laughs> when I was like 19, I was all about. I was like, hey, man, I can fuck for like a half an hour, you know? <laughs> like read, you like reading her <laughs> tattoos and shit. I'm so bored. <laughs> oh shit! You're like Aiden, 2013, hmm. <laughs> or 2000, whatever. And you start like thinking about like. <laughs> like you know, it's just, this is this bitch had a kid in what year? Well, I mean, be this old? Is how fucking old is this bitch? Holy shit! Of course, like you don't fuck for that the entirety of that time. Like there is foreplay and everything involved, you know. Well, sure, sure, sure. 
but um, yeah, that that's what I remember. But anyway, crazy town. Crazy. Town. Um, go fuck those dudes. I mean, I guess the other guys are just trying their best, and I just don't get why you'd pick them. I suppose they're like as far as record sales. You know, but I'd rather have like if we're gonna take someone out, get like a spine shank. I've been listening to spine shank lately. Oh, I really yeah. like their first two albums, Strictly Diesel and uh Height of Callousness. Like I actually really like both those records. And they're very different. They have a different flavor to them. You know, between the two. The first one's kinda like really like clean new metally, and then the second one's more industrialish. Yeah. Fucking tasty, man. But it's like you said, if Edema is still around or even get them back together just to go on that fucking tour. I don't think anyone remembers Edema at all, though. <laughs> like, they have ones, I mean, like, you know. They got a couple say, of songs, yeah. You say Crazy Town, I at least know Shut Up, Baby. You yeah, know, what was the Edema song? Uh, Well, there was Immortal for Mortal Kombat. Um, and one had, like, a really the- dumb chorus. Isn't that like Jonathan Davis's half-brother or some nonsense? Uh, I don't know. Or is that, like, Urban Legend? I don't pay attention to that, so. I'm pretty sure that was the case. But anyway, someone on Twitter three days from now will be like, he is his brother, and I'll say, oh, cool, thanks, man. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, good luck to them. I don't know who they're going to get to replace them. I'm not going to go anyway. What new metal bands are still around? Limp Bizkit, way too big for it. Stained, way too big for it. Mm. A lot of them are coming back because there's a chance for money now. Like, new metal's kind of hot right now. Oh, hey. Uh, yeah, the lead vocalist. He's a half brother of uh, Jonathan Davis. So, yeah. There yeah, you go. See? I did not Jim know. That. Vicious. Jim Vicious knows his ship. Jim uh, Vicious, the Vicious Opedia. Did you see this week of that band playing in the subway? That was kind of new this week. Nope. I didn't see that. What the fuck's up, Denny's? They're kind of taking a play on that. You saw that, I'm sure, right? Yeah. What the fuck's up, dude? What the fuck's up, Subway? I have no idea how this <laughs> happened or the background of it, but I fucking appreciate it. The fuck's up, Taco Bell? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I should see if we can play in a Taco Bell. It'd be sweet. Oh, yeah. It's play in the Taco Bell parking lot. Yeah, what the fuck's up, Denny's? That'll be, like, legendary forever. Man. Yeah. Uh, that'll be a meme for the next 20 or 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> that, it like just totally takes me back to the, like the shows we played. They used to play plays shows in this like pizza place out in this tiny little town. It's like barely even really a town. It is a town, but just barely. And it's like, you know, 15 minutes outside of the fucking real city I live in. And you play in this fucking pizza place. It's so weird. How big is the pizza place? It was pretty small. Pretty, <laughs> pretty fucking small and they had like a pizza place and a gas station and shit and then there's like a party room in the back there's a lot of shows back there. dude there was a tiny record store from around the corner from where i used to live and i remember they did a, like a local band played a show in there and you could fit maybe 20 people at best in that fucking store if you moved like all the records to the back of the store, but there'd be no room for the band to play. So I was wondering how the hell they got the band and the gear in there to like do a little record store show. Oh yeah. Fucking weird. I saw Hawthorne Heights there. At the pizza place? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Like I think they were on the come up still then. There was a bunch of different bands that, you know, you'd see them kind of on the come up. 
That's crazy, man. They tour through here. Shit, yeah. I honestly want to say one of my friends stole their fucking amp. Wow, that's fucked. I know. <laughs> I know. We were young, though, you know? I don't think he knew any of that. I'm pretty sure he did. Pretty sure he stole a Marshall head from them. Jesus Christ. I'm not sure if that's the case. That might just be lore. <laughs> the lore. You know? yeah, the lore of lore. the land, man. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. You, you play in some weird places, man. That pizza place had a Street Fighter machine. I oh, remember fucking shit. running that bitch with Chun-Li. Yeah, a lot of people used to pick the fuck out of Chun-Li because of those kicks, man. And oh, e those kicks. Too. You can't fuck with the kicks. Yeah, and E-Honda with the palms, like 1,000 palms. And, oh, yo, 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 yo. Yeah, but yeah. he's... You know, Chun-Li can jump off the wall and shit. That's like another one of her advantages. Well, yeah. Vega can do that shit, too. He can, he can actually jump on the wall, stay there for a few seconds, and then dive back down and bomb your ass. That's true. And it was cool because it was like, I don't know if they're all that way. I suppose they probably are, right? You play Street Fighter two-player, mm -hmm. and the winner just keeps going for free, and somebody oh, else yeah. puts in a quarter to challenge. Yep. And we would sit and play that motherfucker. We did that shit with Mortal Kombat 1 and 2, whenever the arcade right. machines had that. Yeah, we might as well talk about I've been playing a lot of retro games because I got a Steam Deck. Fuck yeah, we're part of the and, deck gang, man. And a lot of people. I didn't know you even had one. You didn't say anything. So you, me, and Fudge all got Steam Decks recently. Um, my other buddy was talking about he's got one now. It's the it's the hip toy for, you know, 40-something men. Yeah, the dad toy. <laughs> who, who aren't dads. Well, only a dad would have, like, you know, they at least 400, which actually I don't think there's any problem with that base model at 64 gig. You get a memory card for it anyway. So right, right. It doesn't really matter. Um, but yeah, 400 bucks to get in, and then the, the rest of this shit's expensive, you know, the dock. and I've had some issues with mine that I've been able to iron out, but slowed me down and pissed me off, you know? Are you talking about the, the arcade fucking... Not even that as it? much like I was have this issue where the keyboard wouldn't come up when you hit it, which I think I figured out now. That oh, Steam needs okay. to be running or your keyboard will not come up. Yeah, you know what? That happens to me once in a while where if I'm if I go into desktop mode, I have yeah. to press a different series of buttons than when I'm in like the, the gaming mode. I couldn't get the keyboard to come up sometimes. And I figured out it's because Steam wasn't running. Whatever. There was that. I bought some... Uh, I think I hit mid-sentence because I'm a professional broadcaster. Um, I bought some Xbox controllers. I wasn't getting new Xbox controllers anyway. You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I have a buddy I play with, fucking Randy Bats. Shout out to him. But he'll use a controller until the thing falls apart. And like I'm like, every six months, I, I just want a new one because I like how they feel, you know? Oh, shit. Yeah, I haven't bought a new Not controller Not every six months. Probably once a year I get a new one. I'm on my third controller with the Series X, you know? And I've had that for a couple of years. Maybe one every new, like, ten months I get. Because I just like, once they, I like that feel. I just like it. It's like new socks. It's <laughs> wow, that's I haven't worn socks in a decade, but whatever. I've still got my original, um, not the Series X, sorry, the original Xbox One controller that I'm using to play on the Series X. And now for like when I dock the Steam Deck, I use that same controller. So I've had that for about since 2015. So you got to unsync it from your box, 
which that took me a while to figure out. No, I didn't unsync it at all. You can actually have that synced up to both, but not at the same time. I don't know. I tried to turn on my controller and it would turn on my Xbox. I'm like trying to turn off. I turn off my <laughs> Xbox and turn off the controller. I'm like, I don't know. Anyway, so I bought these two new controllers, one for me and one for my lady, mm -hmm. pink one. And uh, they would not connect for the fucking life of me to the Steam Deck. And I had to look online and it's like, oh yeah, you need to update the controllers. So I had to take both those controllers, turn on the Xbox, do a firmware update on them, and then disconnect them from the Xbox. Then I could connect them to Steam, no problem. Oh shit, so you just answered that a, was a, a question for me because I was wondering why my Series X controller was not working for my Steam Deck. And I probably have to update the firmware on that. Because you never used it? Right, never used it. Dude, why are you using your Xbox One controller instead of the Series X controller? You know, the D-pad on the on the Series X controller, it feels all fucking weird. It's like flattened out and it, it oh, I don't like it. I don't know. And then the other issue I had, have, is you know, you'll put it on the dock and it just won't show up on the HDMI input. And I found it online. Oh, unplug the, the HDMI from the dock. No, the power from the dock. Put your Steam Deck on, plug it in, it'll show up. Then you can plug the fucking power back into it. It's like Samsung TV. Some Samsung TVs have this issue. I'm like, great, I have a Samsung TV. Oh, wow. But now I know these issues. Oh, wow. Look who it is. Um. <laughs> Hey boy. <laughs> yeah. hey boy. Hey boy. They're not streaming today, boy. Um, <clears throat> so I figured, you know, the controllers are good now. And the HDMI thing, I at least know, or the power thing, so that's fine. Yeah. But now that I've got it working properly, and now that I've got, you know, that, like the ROMs, it's great. It's I fucking love it. I was laying in bed. Like I had yesterday off work. I just took a three-day weekend, and my lady was gone all day, so I didn't do shit. Just laying in bed, smoking fucking reefer, and just playing Mario RPG on Super Nintendo <laughs> <laughs> under my blankets and shit. Just laying in there, I was like, "This is the fucking best. This is the life." Smoking the reefer, littering in, in smoking the reefer. No, man, it's it's fucking. I haven't played any new games on it. I know it can play top end new shit, but I mean, I've just yeah. been playing Super Nintendo, and I started playing. Um, my main things I'm playing is Mario RPGs on Super Nintendo and uh, started Luigi's Mansion on GameCube and Yoshi's Island, uh, which Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, Super Nintendo. What about the PS2 games? Did you get them running? Everything going good? I have one PS2 game downloaded. That's all I did. Oh. Okay. And I did get slow down on it. I couldn't figure out how to bring up a menu from within it. So I don't know. I have to figure that out more. I'm still looking for that video, by the way, that tells you how to um, adjust the frame rate in the games. And It could just be this game because it's like a racing game and it's fast as fuck. Even compared to like, you know, the scrolling that's happening is super fast on it. So I don't know if that's something. It's got to be something with the emulator or the ROM. I don't blame the deck because the deck is a beast, man. It can do all kinds of shit. Oh, it is for like such a tiny little gaming computer. I mean, that thing rips. I like that. I can just. Excuse me. You know, I can be sitting in one room playing it in the handheld 
and then just save my do a save state, put it down on the dock, and you're good to go oh, on the TV or vice versa. You know, you're gonna go to bed, oh, just God. save right there, pick it up on your way. <laughs> I know, man. You and the, it's got cloud save, which is the best. You don't have to pay for it. Like, uh, hopefully, they don't add this as a feature in the future. But you know, with Xbox, you have to have <clears throat> the fucking. Uh, what is it game pass ultimate or some shit for like the cloud saves whereas steam it just automatically saves your games to the cloud there you go yeah it's it's pretty great man just for the emulation alone yeah and yeah. it can emulate fucking everything which is yeah with some effort i'm so i still haven't figured out name you know i don't know but yeah like the thing i did with mame was i just kept everything zipped up and i put it all in the the main folder or the atomis wave um and i left it there because it like when you open the readme files it just says these are the formats that it supports and it, it's supported like seven zip zip dot zip like capital and shit so i was like all right you don't even have to unzip the files you just throw them in the folder and then when i updated the the steam rom manager and went into game mode it said arcade and mame so i was like okay fuck i got all these games and i tested them out and they worked mm. anyway that went from like talking that went real deep for anybody listening <laughs> holy shit yeah <laughs> <clears throat> yeah anyway uh that's the only downfall i think of that thing is that everything is kind of a pain in the ass like you just a learning curve of you gotta you got to learn how to fucking use the thing and you got to figure out how to get the ROMs on and it's kind of a stupid process. It should be way easier than it is. But, you know. mm. Yeah, it's all a fucking learning curve and we're we're older gentle folk now, so. <laughs> yeah, you got it. It's fucking rad. I suggest it. And, uh, you know, I was kind of like thinking too, man. I bet there are fucking people who bought those for their kids. Holy shit, man. You that seems like... like yeah. Five hundred dollar fucking handheld. Get the fuck out of here. I would actually, if I had children, I would buy them a Switch before I bought them a Steam Deck because, I don't know, the Steam Deck just seems like more of an adult kind of thing. Well, it depends how you you know. If they just play like Steam games on it, it's probably fine. I'm just saying, like, no child deserves such a expensive and beautiful piece of technology. <laughs> Get in my fucking gray Game Boy and tell the fuck off. Oh shit, Game! You went all the way back, Game Boy. I did. I owned one. I bought it with my own fucking money. I bought it with money I earned delivering papers, man. Because I, uh, I started delivering papers in front of like fucking ten or something. Eleven. Fuck. Twelve, maybe it was the earliest they let you. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, I remember I doing paper routes. I don't know how old. At I that was. time, I just had like the one where it was like. It was a once a week paper. It was every Wednesday and it went to everybody, you know? So mm -hmm. you just, you just get it and be like, you know, a three or four block neighborhood or whatever. And you just walk around and throw it to every single house. It was pretty cake. <laughs> I'd listen to fucking, uh, I remember listening to weird albums and shit on my disc, man. You know, that I also bought probably, um, listening to, for some reason, tragic kingdom really reminds me of delivering papers. I don't know what year that came out and, Wow. That must have been toward the end of my delivering papers. Is that 94? Okay, so you did it like way, way after me, man. I was like, 
fucking 87, 88 on my skateboard throwing papers on people's houses and shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just, let me see here. When the fuck did this come out? 95. So I'd have been 14. Yeah. That sounds about right. Came out of my birthday? What the fuck? Came out of my birthday. What the <clears> Game <throat> Boy did? Tragic Kingdom. Oh, Tragic King. Okay, I was like, nah, the Game Boy was early 80s or mid 80s, I think. No, just I'm saying, like, just the date, not the year. Yeah. Okay. October 6th. Yeah, man, that's that was the childhood I had. I didn't, you know, I didn't fucking, we didn't, we got shit, you know, on Christmas, you'd get gifts and birthday, we get, like, I remember Christmases were really good when we were kids for most of the years. Um, that's dope. But, like you know we wanted shit and you got it i started delivering papers as soon as i could which i think was age 12 and it was just once a week but you could earn like a decent amount of money doing it you know and i would do other shit mowing lawns and like we were talking about in the dead episode oh yeah like, like shoveling, shoveling snow or maybe not that one i don't know what episode talking about shoveling snow and shit like that hell yeah for money and how you can't find anybody who will do that now no people don't do that shit anymore which is weird yeah. kids there always was kids man any neighborhood which should have should have a kid who wants to fucking shovel snow for ten bucks. For real, yeah. I dig. I dig grass. Back in my day, <laughs> we um, used to walk ten miles and six feet of snow, and so like I had shit, but I had it like I bought all that shit. Now, I had a disc man that I bought. I had a uh, Game Boy that I bought. I had a, I actually had a Sega <clears throat> Channel. Do you remember that for Genesis? Uh, Through your cable company. No, shit, we didn't have that. Oh, dude. Yeah, I mean, some markets had it and some didn't. But it was a co, you know, you hook it up to your coaxial cable in, and then you'd hook it into your second Genesis, and it would have, you know, like 20 games, 30 games. I don't know how many every month, maybe 50 games that you could just play and stream, you that's know, so you could just play any of them. Wow. And, okay. Uh, that's pretty... Every month it would change. Me and my boy Ty, we would stay up late at night when it would change on the weekends. And uh, you'd wait for it to change over so you get all new games for the month, you know, new theme and all new games. You guys had and it it's good, just, man. Shit. We didn't have none of that. Oh, well, it's super. It's super ahead of the times. You should check it out. The technology behind it for the time. And it's really interesting. The first but, game uh, streaming. Anyway, I paid for it monthly because it was like, you know, 10 bucks a month or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And I paid my parents, you know, every month for it. Oh, like shit. that's how we were fucking brought up you know yeah and i'm not saying i turned out to be shit because i didn't but at least i understand the value of a fucking dollar and that if you want shit you have to fucking do something to get it you know you don't yeah. get shit just given to you man i bought my first car for 300 dollars at the the auto auction that i worked at part-time when i was like i don't know 14 15. god damn look at you <laughs> every saturday i'd work this chuck wagon type deal with my mother where we'd sell, you know, like fucking barbecue, loose meat sandwiches and sloppy <laughs> joes and shit like that. Sloppy joe. I don't know. I don't know what I got paid an hour for. Yeah, I mean, I remember yeah, doing a lot of like we used to collect metals and uh, take them to the junkyard and get money for that. Fucking. And then like later on, got getting a job at the junkyard. They needed they needed like a fucking janitor or something. So like that's how I got my money and like I bought my Sega Genesis from the you know from having that job. 
the Sega Genesis that got stolen. Somebody, one of my friends, our so-called friends, broke into the house and stole that shit. <laughs> I, was, I was pissed. <laughs> it's to believe I was talking with uh, somebody higher ranking than me at my job, but uh, who's in charge of shit manages. And uh, I guess he's probably mid thirties. He's <clears throat> probably like 35, 36. And uh, he was, we were talking about the other day, and he's like, all these people, because I don't really pay attention to anybody. You know, like I have an office, I just chill in my office. Mm-hmm. And then I say hi to every single person, and I see you rocking around, like, you know, you're doing good morning. Because I was, I don't want, if that person comes in and shoots up the place, I want them to at least stop on me and think, like, that guy's pretty nice to me. <laughs> yeah, that, that guy never said a bad thing about me. Luke. A million percent. That's my reasoning. Because I can't run. I'm too fat. If I'm a big target, I'm slow. So it's the best shot I have. <laughs> um, but I don't really pay attention to shit because I just I come in and I just buy stuff and that's what I do. So yeah, I don't care about anything else. <laughs> you know, like, I guess over there they send all this stuff. I don't really give a fuck, you know. But he's saying he's like he's like these kids because we hire a lot of younger kids. You know, I've been there for like 15 years and it's not a real adult job. It is, but it isn't, you know, I'm not getting like the type of adult things that, you know, most of my friends would be at their adult jobs, mm-hmm. but it's great. It's fun. And we have an arcade in the lobby and, you know, it's just chill. I, I like it. I'd rather be happy than rich. Right. It's, it's a job <clears throat> but, that uh, you don't you don't dread going to every day. Yeah, well, I mean, you still sort of do, but way less than any job I've ever had, you know? Like, I don't want to go to anything, but <laughs> as far as jobs go, it's pretty decent. But he's like, we hire all these younger people, and he's like, these kids don't know how to work. He's like, I hate to sound like that, but they they don't know even know how to have a job. You know, we hire these people, they're like early 20s and stuff, and they just, like, don't even know how to work. <laughs> they don't know what it's like. He's like, they're just terrible, you know? Well, they, they don't know what they're supposed to be doing, like that kind of thing. I mean, they're just, their performance is bad. They call in sick a lot. It seems like, you know, they're just not good and they don't understand, like, you got to, there, you got to do shit. Yeah. You know, we have some, well, like, the entry level at that place is like cleaning stuff, basically, right? You come in and you clean controllers. And that's probably what you do, you know, to start off. That's a task that you'll start off with entry. Okay. And even that, it's like people are fucking off. They're looking at their phone. They're like, you know. Wow. It's like yeah. if your task is as menial as that, <laughs> you're going to have to fucking put up numbers. You're going to have to kick ass. And, like, and that sucks. I wouldn't want that fucking job. Right. But I mean, you, you, know, could, you could hire monkeys. For, I've been there for 15 fucking years. I've done <laughs> basically every job in the place at some point. Yeah. So do you guys like refurbish uh, or just clean consoles and, and like controllers we and shit? shit. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. The whole DK Oldies thing is pretty fun. I'm sure oh, you've seen that. Oh, yeah. I've been, I've been following that pretty closely. Like Jeez, they're switching fucking... from refurbished to actually just used consoles because there's uh, a lawsuit gone, like a, a class action lawsuit against them or some shit. Yeah, you know, and I just, I don't know. I'm 50 50 on it, you know? Like, I feel bad for those guys, kind of, because this is how internet is, man. Like, that the people behind that, like that one dude, he's just, his channel has become that. 
and that's all he does. Oh, that uh, fucking retro retro gaming guy. Yeah, Review Tech USA, Rich. Uh, I don't really follow Review Tech USA. I don't either, but I mean, I just know who he is. And his channel just kind of became that, and it's just terrible. It's like, that's people's jobs, and it's, you know. Yeah. And I get that there's some question of, you know, but it depends on what you consider refurbished. I guess they say they opened them. They all, which, you know, some people find dust inside of stuff. But the level of which they scrutinize these things and the level of which they would want them, mm-hmm. you'd have to pay even more. People complain about the price that they're paying there. Yeah. I mean, you'd be paying even more for that shit because everything has to stop along the way, man. You know, it's... Right, and we discussed that over the week about how the retro gaming market, the prices have went up dramatically. Eh, it depends. It's up and down. It depends the way it is. I mean, I've been doing that shit for 15 years, so you notice, like, game consoles will fall out of favor, and they'll be worth shit. I remember at one point, GameCubes. You know, mm-hmm. I couldn't. I just couldn't do anything with them. I'd put up, like, 10 of them together on eBay at a cheaper price. Like, maybe I can try to sell these things, because I have a pile of them. And, you know, things come back. The Wii was the same thing. Then it was the Wii. It was like, oh, we fucking, we have Wiis. We can't get rid of them, you know? Yeah. Like, the, nobody the, wants to buy a fucking Wii. They were fucking and now, so. I mean, we, we do tons, so many Wiis. People people buy Wiis all day, every day, and I don't understand who or why, but they do. Right. And it's the same thing with the uh, fat PS3 consoles because they're hackable. And so if you can jailbreak those consoles, they're going for a good price. Well, also the fat, well, the, some of the early fat PS3s are backward compatible. Yeah, that too. PS2 and yep. people like those. But yeah, those things are going, those things go for like 500 bucks, 600 bucks. Fuck yeah. But you know. It's just like, why do we care? We can just emulate. <laughs> Fucking. Well, that's the funny thing. Yeah, I mean, anybody who works in those kind of places, well, there's probably some people who collect, but I don't have any physical media. I don't fuck with any of that shit. Now I it's am. It's cool to see games come oh, yeah. through and shit. You see cool shit. I'm like, well, that's cool, but I don't want it. No, you know me. I am a physical media guy, but it's just having too many consoles. Is no, there's absolutely no need for it. They're just going to be stacked up in my closet until I decide that I want to play a game. So yeah. having it all on the Steam Deck in one place is fairly simple. I can just open that shit up and play whatever I want to play. I don't have to plug in a console or anything. I mean, you're feeding on your phones, you know? Like, I have emulators on my phone, NES emulators and shit. I didn't and know you SNES. could do that. NES runs fucking great on my phone. I'm going to have to try that. I didn't and even I know you could And I had a Bluetooth uh, Super Nintendo-style controller and then synced that up to my phone. And, you know, my phone's a decent size. It's a big Galaxy's fucking Samsung Galaxy. So, I mean, you could set it on a table in front of you and use that controller and, like, you're fucking rolling, dude. <laughs> like it was a little you know? television and shit, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> it is a little television. <laughs> oh, shit. Mm. It's fucking awesome. Technology, man. Technology. You get two of those controllers and throw them in your pocket. And, you know, even the Steam Deck's even bigger than that, you know? So if you have two controllers with you, you can fucking pop that thing out anywhere and start rolling. Oh, Hook it up to yeah. any fucking TV with HDMI so great i know you're fucking say you got this portable little gaming computer with you at all times pretty much yeah on screen shit sucks that's the one problem with you know phones is you know touching the screen to play like you can't really play fucking contra using 
you know, screen buttons. It's trash. Right. I, I want to feel an actual controller in my hand and I want to press the physical buttons, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, we should probably get to our fucking Hall of Fames here. We did it last week, but. You know. <laughs> so we're doing last week's again this week. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I go with fucking and going with Mastodon. Mastodon. Fuck. Who have just do nothing but badass albums. Uh, I've seen them live. It's fucking awesome. Uh, their drummer's possibly the best drummer going today. What do you think about that? I mean, that guy's his style and his playing is fucking bonkers. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he's already like, in my opinion, the best drummer out there today. And then all of a sudden, he's like, hey, guess what, bitch? I'm going to start singing, too. And he, start, <laughs> he picks up, like, a bunch of their vocals. I mean, he's kind of the lead vocals for the band now. I would say, like, one of the best drummers, like, the other drummer would definitely be Chris Adler from Lamb of God because he's got, like, that signature style where you know it's Chris fucking yeah, Adler. where is he at now? He's in another band. Um, yeah, it sucked, though. We yeah, it wasn't too... To it yeah, it wasn't all that great. But, I mean, his shit in Lamb of God is, like, amazing. Like, that... You could just tell it's like, okay, Randy Blythe on vocals, Chris Adler. I mean, you could replace the guitarist with anybody, pretty much. But it was just, like, those drums and the way he hit kind of made those things. It just made the early Lamb of God sound the way it was. But anyway, I digress. We're talking about um, If you like that dude's drumming, I, I don't know. You probably don't like the band Protest the Hero um, because they're they're a weird-ass band and their singer does a lot of high-pitched stuff. But um, he played drums on one of their albums out of nowhere, just kind of like, and it's fucking, all their shit's great, but you should listen to that album if you're a fan of his drumming. It's very interesting hearing him kind of bring his style to something that's completely different than Lamb of God. Oh, shit, I'll have to check that out. Hey, did you see that video that was going around where uh, Metallica did a cover, like a live version of Am I Evil, and uh, James Hetfield was playing drums and Lars was singing? It's fucking uh, hilarious, that, man. No. <laughs> you gotta check that out. I'll send you the link later. I hope you learned to play drums after all that time. I mean, fuck. <laughs> I can play drums. I can kind I of drum play the drums. bands, fool. I can do just like yeah. basic rhythms and shit. I can't do anything crazy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Mastodon, man. And I was a fan of the the other two dudes or the main two, the Troy and uh, the bassist and the drummer were in old school uh, Today is the Day. So like in the name of, in the eyes of God, you know, or name of God, in the eyes of God, that album, like the best Today is the Day album. Yeah, you were the one who got me into that album. Those guys are the fucking are on that. That the drumming on that's done by fucking Brandaler and the the uh, bassist of Mastodon. I well, he played bass in that too. Fuck yeah, he did. Now, who, which and then one after is that the, is when they fucking form Mastodon. Which one is the guy that says like the, all the crazy shit? Brett. Okay. <laughs> the guitar player, Brett Hines. Yeah, probably. The guy with like a big t face tattoo. Yeah, or the head tattoo, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's a face tattoo. Oh, it's a face tat? I thought I it was on the side of his head. I don't even know what it's supposed to be. It like looks make like can you make my side of my face look like someone hit it with an axe? <laughs> <laughs> he's a fucking well, he's a complete wild card. I heard him on uh 
Uh, Brent, his name is, I guess not Brett. I heard him on uh, Jamie Josta's podcast, and he was the worst podcast guest of all time. I've, I've never heard somebody as, a, as be a worse guest. Just, oh, I mean, I remember this. Yeah, you were telling me about that. He's from Alabama, but he is a player, man. His like the style of playing, and he used to play banjo and shit. So you can hear that kind of playing in there, like. I don't know. Like I was saying, the Mastodon is the quintessential 40-year-old dude band. You know, in the summer, there are countless men. I know there are countless men in backyards grilling up burgers and dogs, rocking a Mastodon <laughs> shirt. Little kids run around and play in the pool and shit. It's just a very, like, 40s dad band. Yeah. My two favorites would be uh, Leviathan and Crack the Sky. Yeah. It's, it's metal enough that it's still, like, harkens back to like when you listen to heavier music but it's it's melodic enough and shit that like it's you know you still like it and it's more acceptable to listen to yeah it's it's both heavy and beautiful right as far as albums dude oh god they're they're all fucking so good well they're all good except for fucking like the hunter and once more around the sun maybe was kind of like a lower era for them for me but yeah crack the sky emperor of sand blood mountain blood mountain dude that fucker is crazy oh that's another good one that i had forgotten about i gotta revisit that dude that one is really good the mix of the heavy and the, like where they were going um, you know it's all good remission leviathan it's all good. formed in 2000 so they're in the 23rd year Mastodon. All right. What's yours? I literally don't even remember. My pick uh, for last week, what we're doing again this week is, is and was Megadeth. Oh, right. So we're putting the final, the final four of the big four in the Hall of Fame here. There you go. There you go. Yeah. I mean, you can't fuck with, uh, you know, Megadeth. I I think that uh, it's crazy. They're still going. It is. Do people like their new, their newest stuff or I don't know. Do fans um, like the newest stuff? It's kind of split down the middle, I would say. Do you like the new stuff? I like, yeah, pretty much. I like it. It. Uh, my favorite newer album from them is Dystopia. Like that was one of the best from 2016, and I was really into that. So when this came out, I was like, oh, they're going back to kind of you know the speedy vocals and the crazy guitar shit. But there are like a few songs that kind of make me scratch my head a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I saw like a thing, uh, cause that one guy is always filming, and for some reason he was showing up in my algorithm for a little while. The guitar player guy, he's foreign. I don't know where he's from. But. Oh, Kiko Lorario, Lorario, whatever. I, I yeah. can't really. And they're kind of um, jam. The band is jamming through some stuff, and they're kind of coming up with stuff. And there's this thing that Mustaine This is this riff that was so fucking lame. And like they're kind of jamming on it and trying to feel it out, you know, as if it could be a thing. And it's like, mm-hmm. this is so bad. <laughs> but the classics don't lie, you know, the, the old shit. Um, like I said, my favorite, if someone's like, hey, man, put on some Megadeth. I'm put, I'm going count on Extinction. I know that's later than a lot of people would. A lot of people probably go like the earlier thrashier albums or something. Yeah. Now, what was your first introduction to them? Like, was it Countdown? Uh, I don't know. You know, I think maybe that that's just. It's hard to say, man. It's really hard to say. I don't know. 
Okay. Yeah, my first introduction was uh, Peace Cells, and then from there, Rust in Peace, of course, which was like a nice fucking step up from Peace Cells. And yeah, that was my shit. Yeah, I think the problem with those two albums for me is that I wasn't, you know, I wasn't in at the time. Like Metallica more, I was, I feel like I was more, but I couldn't have been because like the self-entitled is 91, so I would have been. So I had to have gone back. For some reason, I went back on Metallica, and it it made sense, and it was cool to me, and I went back on Megadeth, and it just didn't, So, which is weird. I don't know. Okay, yeah. But well, obviously because, legendary band. Yeah. Well, during Countdown, they, they adopted a more, I guess, a more polished kind of sound, and their song structure is very different, too. Yeah, and then after that was what euthanasia, which yeah, euthanasia that went completely like radio friendly. I would say like it started getting more into the modern rock kind of thing. That was like what more midnight ninety four something like that, right? Yeah, ninety four, ninety five, maybe. Mm. Let me see. Uh, yeah, ninety four. You were right. Okay. I have no idea how I know these things. <laughs> You're but just a... albums from that era. I'm telling you, man. I don't know why. <laughs> Nobody Maybe can Maybe I'll fuck give it two years, you know. But I mean, it's like always on point. Yeah, it, like uh, I think I stopped like right after Cryptic Writings. Um, Cryptic Writings, I really enjoyed. It was definitely different, but Risk just like fucked everything over. Yeah, then I remember them being, you know, in the 2000s, uh, very like around. WCW soundtracks and like just yeah. they have weird songs I didn't like on like various PlayStation 1 games <laughs> <laughs> well that fucking song Crush Em was the heaviest song on Risk and that was like the one Goldberg came out to I think that song sucks dude oh man yeah. I, you know if you're if you're a band and you haven't gotten lost at some point props to you you know but there's eras, I think, that are a little more difficult to survive, you know, for those 70s bands into the 80s mm-hmm. was like such a minefield and like barely anyone made it out of that alive, you know, and that was kind of the same thing for some of those, you know, those 80s thrash bands or 90s, well, more 90s, I think 90s. Yeah, 90s. You know, was, 80s, yeah. 90s thrash bands is like once fucking you know the 90s turned over to 2000 and like all of a sudden new metal and all these other kinds of things and it was like very passe it was to me i mean if you look back on it like cock rock by 98 90 or no, excuse me, thrash shit by like 98 99 that's why i've always said man you know with load and reload which are albums i like by metallica if they'd have put out fucking black album 2 or something you know, at that time, they would have they would have never ascended to the level that they are now. Yeah, I think they would have right. died off. They'd have just been a band, and they would have just kind of been a fucking thrash band like that. And that's and, why they're one of the biggest now because they saw the changing landscape and I, they changed yeah. along with it. Yeah, they all fucking showed up, and I don't know if they all had. I think like Hammett maybe still had hair. I don't know, but all of a sudden they they all very symbolically none of them had long hair. Right. And you know, yeah, but the. And I don't think, I didn't think at the time, I was already a big Metallica fan. That came out, I was like, Until It Sleeps is kind of fucking whack, but I still liked it. Yeah. And I, you know. That was like their radio friendly song right there. But yeah, I I mean, it was a definitely large change. I think they fucked up. I think that the, the, you know, if I was behind it, the lead single would have been King Nothing. 
which was oh, like the yeah, second yeah. single they put out from it. But I would have put that out first. Definitely better, yeah. Or Hero of the Day. I mean, that's fucking good too. Yeah, that's not a first single though. No, maybe a second one. Like a band for Metallica, I feel like you got to come out. You know, King Nothing, right? That fucking song is very, you know, it's very sad but true kind of fucking vibe, you know? Yeah, and the riff is memorable too. It's like, it's fucking awesome, man. Yeah, I'm sure Newstead wrote that riff. <laughs> that was a kind of the cool thing about that album is very Newsteady, you know? It's, he got in there and they actually let him do some stuff. Yeah. And that's why you get songs like, you know, I'm pretty sure anyway. I doubt. I mean, I'd have to really, I'd be really surprised if Kirk Hammett was writing fucking two by four and shit. Yeah, it sounds more like a, a Newstead kind of thing. My phone is going fucking crazy. How come? Um, Are they notifying you that your order is ready? Yeah, it's leaving. It's on its way. Oh, that was okay. a good time to wrap up the show. Yeah, good timing indeed. Holy shit. Happy to be back, man. I I just hate when like your episode doesn't come out. So. Yeah, but I would do last week. I was so fucking heated, man. I was like, listen to this audio and listen to how shit it is. Like, fuck. It's cool. You can track their little car all the way to your house. <laughs> nice. It's like perfect, man. It'll show it like pulling in outside and you'll see him pulling in. It's like. But that'll do it. Thank you very much for supporting the show, listening, hanging out. Follow us on all social media. I respond to everything on the ones I control. So Twitter's pretty preferable, at Suplex City Limit. Follow me there. Uh, but yeah, anywhere else, man, online. Yeah. Uh, check out my other show, Suplex City Limits, live every Sunday, noon Eastern on YouTube for the Wake and Bake Show. Hop in the chat. Get to know the boys. Got a fucking community of people who are just all cool-ass dudes. And, uh, you know, maybe you'll be welcomed into the secret society. <laughs> you, you'll learn the handshake and everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's like the, old, the best thing to come out of that show is like the community of people that we've, you know, got to know over the last. Some of those guys I've known on, you know, I don't know them in real life. I just know them online. But yeah, it's awesome. Almost 10 years now, you know. Yeah. Check all that out. Check out Planet Rack and Tour and uh, Break the Apocalypse podcast. Yeah, also nope. check out Midnight Mask Creature. Did I post last week's episode? Oh, uh, fuck. I don't know. I sent it to you, but I don't know if you I posted it. I didn't. <laughs> the good thing you guys have your own feed, too. Oh, shit. Yeah, I, I, I do remember sending it your way. Uh-oh. Oh. I hit the wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where the fuck did you go? <laughs> I meant to mute and hung up. Professional anyway, uh, go ahead. No, I can't even remember what I was going to say now. But yeah, uh, check out Midnight Mass Creature Cast on the Suplex City Limits feed. This week we are covering Witchboard. So, you know, put your Ouija, pull your Ouija boards out. Witchboard? Yeah. Pretty sure I saw those guys in fucking 98. <laughs> Witchboard, thank you. We are, yeah, we are Witchboard. We are Witchboard. Thank you for supporting the underground. Thanks for coming out, keeping the scene alive. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. My boys are playing a show tonight. Uh, I, I want to go, but it's in a record store and there's no fucking chairs. And like, come on, 
Yeah, it's like, I'm old. I don't want to stand. Leave me alone. We're over 40, you know? Like, yeah. the least you could do to get me to come out is, like, give me a table and a chair and, um, like, drinks available. Yeah, get some you fucking know? lawn chairs or something, man. Do it right. Fuck, lawn, fuck a lawn chair. <laughs> but I, like, at least, you know, play in a place that I can come and sit at a table and order a drink. You know? Yeah. Like, you know, but hey... Oh yeah, before I forget, um, much love to Dirk for, uh, you know, putting us over on Twitter, I guess. You know, I had meant to get to it last week, but the audio got fucked, so. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Thank you, sir. Much love, much respect. Yeah, dude. Uh, I took advice. I'm like, well, let's see if Jim will respond to everything. Fuck yeah, he does. Yeah, Jim, Jim responds to it all. <sighs> I always have. That's been like a issue of mine when I first started. Like when I'm into shit, I, I will take the time and effort to seek it out. So like if I say something on a new channel on YouTube I've never seen, mm -hmm. even if it doesn't matter if it's like a couple thousand views or a million views, whatever it is, I'll just fucking go to the about section and get their Twitter handle and go on them. It's like, hey man, like new to this channel, new to the stuff, it's fucking great, love it, keep it up, you know? Yeah. And if you can't, if you're a small thing, if you're at a level that I think you should, you know, provide more. And you don't like at least like it. I just got frustrated with that. You know, it's like if you don't have time for somebody who's putting you over, what do you have time for? So right. I've always, since the beginning of SCL stuff or any shows, it's like you message me, I'll message you back, man. You know? Yeah. People try to keep like this their distance on shit and like make the you know pay for extra shows and this and that. Oh, if you want to ask us questions for a Q and A episode, it's like. They have to pay fucking money for it, and it's like that's we have four shows on our channel. Just give them away, <laughs> you know. And then I'm not shitting anyone's hustle. If that's what you want to do, that's fine. Yeah, but it's just not you know, your like, thing. I'm gonna keep you at a distance, and you have to pay to get a little bit close. I mean, whatever. <laughs> a Q and A, like that's like you just ask me something, I'll tell you. <laughs> Go on Reddit, ask me anything, you know that kind of shit. Yeah, we talked about addiction on SCL. And, you know, a listener of SCL kind of messaged me and was, like, talking about his struggles with alcohol. And we were just kind of, you know, talking about it and stuff. Oh, shit. I was like, you know, that's, that's how many times I seriously have talked people sort of off a ledge, you know? Yeah. People are like, and I'm weird. That's one thing. It's like, man, you know, like, we put the suicide message thing at the beginning. I always say, like, you know, if you need someone to talk to, you call that number. You can fucking call me, man. You know, like, you can talk to me. We'll talk. Yeah. Or, like, make, text me, actually. Don't making yourself me. accessible like that. Anyway, I love you guys. Thanks for coming. We'll be back next week. I got to go get up my groceries. <laughs> right. Make Chinese food tonight. Oh, shit. I'm coming over. I want to do everything. Some, I want to prove food. that we can do everything better in China. <laughs> better we'll in China. Make your own food better than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Sauce and shit. Some shit, uh, Kung Pao right chicken and fucking. Got some uh, expensive ass Japanese barbecue sauce eight bucks for this Japanese and it's in like a very plain Jane like bottle and there's no ingredients you don't know in this motherfucker I've never tried it some kind of a fruit kind of one but uh, all the ingredients are legitimately like onions and green you know green <laughs> like this salt this and it's, there's nothing you've never you don't recognize as an actual thing that you could get no preservatives oh shit so you're going it. It makes all fucking, natural so I guess it won't be Chinese it'll be It'll be Japanese. It'll be like rice and vegetables and stir fries and shit, but it'll be with Japanese barbecue sauce. Hey, that's just eight, as good, eight man. Eight fucking dollars. 
anyway, let's go. Me and my chick are just very into like buying the bougiest of things, like for a while. <laughs> buy like the bougiest ranch I could find. Like, what's the most expensive ranch? And that's all I would buy. Would this just, ranch just for fucking shits. <laughs> like I had to buy a new fan yesterday, and I almost bought this one that you can connect with your cell phone and shit. You can control it with your phone, and they're like, "Oh, I love tech like that too." I have all these lights in my house. Yeah, I know. I remember the LED lights, man. <laughs> yeah, I got a neck thing, a neck pillow. And it's like, what's the best one you can get? You know, a <laughs> massaging neck pillow that <laughs> yeah. provides oh, heat. Yeah. yeah, because like, <laughs> fuck it, dude. Like, yeah. That's like my approach on life. You know, it's like I saw Steam Deck. So he's like, we should check this out. I'm like, that's awesome. I'm gonna buy one. Fuck it. Right. <laughs> life's life's too short. Man. We're we're kind of similar in that regard, man. Because it's like you know, I'll look for like the the best shit that money can buy basically where it's like oh what does this do does it have like all the bells and whistles even though i don't need it i'll fucking get well, it i mean i know those guys they get into your fucking hobby and then they have money and they come in and drop like that's a little different i'm not a big huge fan of that you know like people when they say like what kind of guitar should i get to learn guitar like get something cheap and they never do they never fucking listen oh it was buy some like 1500 fucking bass or something that just sits around and if they don't play it then, yeah you know instead of listening to you well, no, I get a shitty one. Reward yourself with a good one. Right. My no, I, are literally here. Okay, shit. All right, bro. We gotta go. We love you all. Hail fucking Satan. Hail fucking yourself. <laughs> Hail fucking groceries. <laughs> Hail groceries.